and welcome to the weekly walkthrough H-Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. Hi, Susan. Hi, Rusty. How are you? I feel more energetic than I have in quite some time. Well, good. Good. Today is all things USD 460, or so it feels like that. Oh, earlier I thought it was all things pheasant season. No, that's coming up. That's Saturday. That's the high holy day for me anyway. That's why I'm wearing a pheasants forever hat because I'm a big time pheasant hunter and I have been since 1988 and I get a little bit frothy this time of year when you're excited to do something you love to do. I am excited for you, and I can't wait to hear the stories about how it goes. All right. We have two guests today. We do. Two important people. Yes, Superintendent Kevin Logan and School Resource Officer Vance Frick are here to talk all things about the Swather School District, and we're also implementing the two-minute drill. Okay. I, I was unaware of the two-minute drill, but... Well, it's your idea. Oh, well, I have that too, but <laughs> there's, a, there's a, a lot of moving parts, because you're probably thinking that I forgot about the candy. No, I, that, that's okay. on the that's Did on you the guys know we play a candy game? Yeah. I'm not aware of the candy game. It's yeah. been on every time, so what you're saying is this is your first time Wow, Susan just throws... Sorry. <laughs> I, I guess that broken headlight of mine will... Come to your attention pretty quickly, won't it? Okay, so one thing that we've been doing yeah. is we've been we switched from what's in the sack to what kind of candy is it. So today I have um, candy. There, there's a package box slash pack for each of you, and I think it fits your hobbies or interests. Would you like to try to give a guess? Okay. Yeah. Okay. What kind of candy yeah. do you think it is? Sour Patch Kids. Oh. oh, good answer, Vance. Good answer. Excellent answer. Incorrect. Oh. Kevin. Having taught a little computer science and robotics, I'm going to say maybe nerds. Oh. <laughs> no, these are great guesses. These are great guesses. These are great guesses. Okay, so I remember that one of the things that Superintendent now, Logan, at that time, um, candidate Logan, said to us is that in his free time, he didn't get to use his new boat. boat. So I took that to mean that you like to fish. And then I shamelessly stalked you <laughs> to see if you are a fisherman. And you fish a little. I do. Okay, so I brought the famous oh, Swedish Swedish fish. fish. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Neither of you went to Bethany yes. College, though. No. If you would have, that would have been perfect. Yes. But anyway, okay, so this is a two-minute drill. Two-minute drill, yes. It will take four because everything right. goes way longer. Plus, yeah. the questions are on my phone. And oh, I've I got them, too. I've got them right here. Oh, okay. So why don't you go with the first one? Okay, so. You're, you're going to basically, both Rusty you, will give you the instructions. Yeah, bo- both of you will, will answer quickly. There's no thinking involved. So I'll give you question number one. On the menu, ribs or lasagna? Ribs. Ribs. Um, out on the town, Hamilton tickets or an art museum? Art Museum. Hamilton. Okay. Weekend of work, lawn care or painting? Lawn care. Lawn care. Okay. Uh, travel, cruise or airline? Cruise. Never done the cruise, so I'll go airline. Okay. All right. Sports, NBA, MLB, or NFL? MLB. Okay. Not the NBA. Not the NBA. <laughs> Did I even have the acronyms correct? Yes, I think you did. I did. You okay. Did. Exercise, jog or bicycle? Bicycle, jog. Okay, that was that was the inaugural 2-minute drill, so we get a picture of that. I like that. Okay. That worked and all no right. one got hurt. Yeah, everyone's fine. Everyone's good. We're all we're all still 
organically here. So. That's right, Rusty. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, let's start with Kevin. Kevin, can you tell us a little bit about your journey into public ed- education? Journey in public ed. Uh, I began teaching in the fall of 1990 in Palco, okay. Kansas. Okay. Spent five years in Palco, and uh, at that point, uh, became a technology ed teacher here at uh, at Heston. Mm-hmm. Spent the next 11 years here. Uh, for some unknown reason, decided to get into administration, <laughs> and uh, in doing so, uh-huh. I was uh, two years at Kinsley Junior Senior High School. Okay. During that time, developed a, a deep appreciation for what middle school teachers, middle school students went through in that environment. Uh, took a job the next eight years at Lions Middle School, Lions, Kansas. Mm-hmm. The Lions, Lions. Lions, Lions. Got involved then in uh, district level things right. and took a superintendency at Rock Creek School District mm-hmm. just east of Manhattan. Spent six years there and then had the opportunity to return to Heston. Great. And, uh, Happy to be back. All right. So I'm going to put a little bit of pressure on you on this unofficial question. Were you rooting for the Swathers or the Mustangs Friday night? I was rooting for the Swathers. Okay, good. Good answer. Good answer. A a good friend of mine back that way made sure he had a Swather parked back behind our bleachers. Oh, my goodness. Very, very cool. Very cool. Well, then what made you want to return to Hest? I mean, after after traveling around the state and so what, what, what brought you back? The opportunity to, to come back to a school where I had grown mm-hmm. a lot as an educator okay. uh, was very, very enticing. Yes. Uh, knowing that this is probably the last stop in my educational career before mm-hmm. retirement and whatever comes after public ed, uh, it just seemed like a, a good place to, to round things out. A lot of good things still happening in mm-hmm. 460. Uh, instructional initiative of... The cooperative learning is still very, very strong, and uh, that is something that's near and dear to my heart that that came about that came about mm-hmm. through 460. Uh, the opportunity to be involved in another school build is very enticing to me. Uh, something that I really uh, enjoy that process and getting input from from players on how to fit a community's mm-hmm. needs. And this is something that, you know, we're going to be able to, to take pride in as a community, you know, for, right. for the next 40, 50, 60 right, years. Right, exactly. Uh, that, that's that's a huge piece. And I think being able to be instrumental in that uh, was definitely a calling card. And then ultimately, the, the people here. Yes. We've, we've still got uh, dear friends mm-hmm. that, that live in the area that we communicated with regularly and then have been able to... Uh, you know, since we moved back here in July, mm-hmm. my wife and I have been able to uh, rekindle a lot of other right. friendships. Right. So, uh, you know, really enjoy that. Right. And we've talked about that so many times, Susan. The people in Heston really make this place so special. Again, once again, we've got the testament to that right here. Exactly. Sitting to our right about that. So People just can't stay away. No. No, we, we can't. What are some of the things, the exciting things happening around our three school buildings that you find interesting or source of pride or exciting and in terms of two. Well, things that are going on right now, elementary schools gearing up for their big Christmas program. Right. And I'm, I'm learning about all the anxiety with that, all the expectations of that, all the challenges that come yes. with it. So uh, I'm looking forward to actually experiencing that. A, a little bit different than when Wendy and your daughter were doing it back in the day. Yeah, so Wendy, my baby yeah. sister, and Kevin's daughter, the same age. So, yeah. Yeah, it looks looks a little bit different now, I'm sure. But I'm <laughs> it does. Looking Not forward just to kids that. in pretty dresses yeah. on risers, is it? <laughs> exactly. Much, much bigger production. Mm-hmm. And a, a quick thank you to all the sponsors that help out with oh. that. There's a, a ton of local sponsors that help uh, get, that do give funds mm-hmm. to uh, make sure that that happens. 
the high school, you know, the transition of sports seasons right now, wrapping up fall, moving into into winter, and the musical coming up yes. uh, this weekend. Uh, actually, starting this Thursday. Yeah, we actually had right. Christian and Devin on last week to talk about that. So this is a great tie-in. We perfect. This is organically falling into place. We appreciate that. <laughs> but th- those things, you know, are right. great for the community. They get to showcase the skills of the of the students, mm-hmm. and especially those that don't get to be seen every Tuesday night, right. every Friday night. Uh, you know, we had robotics competition at the high school on Saturday. The first time that I experienced that yeah. since being back, that that was a lot of fun. I missed the finals. I went to run a few errands. It was over before <laughs> right. I got back. Yeah, but uh, really, really exciting to 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 be there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the things that not just the sports, but the, all the extracurricular activities that we have at our disposal for these kids it's amazing i mean you get to be involved on mm-hmm. so many different levels art debate the fine arts sports band music everything it's so cool yeah a lot of diverse offerings for a 3 yeah. size school yeah district. very very true and i don't want to leave the middle school out because it seems like middle school always gets left out no matter what <laughs> district you're in mm-hmm. but uh, middle school it just has continued to refine their rs program and what they provide for our students there they're, they're a model for social emotional mm-hmm. learning across the state and being able to just watch a few of the things that they do during okay. RS is really, really impressive. Wow. So, so cool. So how do you think your role – or how is your role going so far in your own opinion? I mean, a little bit of a learning curve probably coming in, doing some different things, and kind of finding your feet probably. Yeah, it, it's been a learning curve. Mm-hmm. It uh, has been fun getting into a few classrooms, but not nearly the quantity that I'd, I'd like right. to get into that that I'm still hopeful will mm-hmm. happen. Uh had a snafu with a publication, which a lot of people have known about, and it's and everyone should know about. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we're going to work our way through that, and uh, that's. Uh, I'll, I'll just leave that one where it right. is. But that that one's caused a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. and grief and uncertainness, I guess, uh, through the through the start of the year. Teachers have been very very receptive of a uh, new guy coming in and trying to pick up, you know, where we left off with some thoughts moving mm-hmm. forwards. We just finished our accreditation process uh, this year. We should have know if we're accredited for the next five years, you know, within the next month yeah. or two. And that's that's a, really going to be a non-issue. That's a right. We just did some awesome things within mm-hmm. the within the district. And, uh, you know, I, there's there's no concerns there at all. But it is going to be what do we gear up for our next cycle? Right. And really looking for a continual plan of improvement versus just a five-year cycle. Right, absolutely. I mean, you better and better and do, do it better every time, I guess. So, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. How have the needs of the students in the, all communities changed since you began as an educator? And what can our community do to support and encourage all the kids in their journeys as students here in USD 460? The biggest change, I believe, is a level of accountability and paperwork mm-hmm. that goes along with the educational process. Okay. And it doesn't matter if it's at the classroom level, at the building level, at the district level. There's just a lot more accountability. Not saying that accountability is bad by any means, but it does take time. Mm-hmm. And any time that we take doing work outside of educating our children is time taken away from educating our mm-hmm. children. And that's... Uh, that's a, a tough thing, I guess, to, to get everything wrapped around. Right. The other thing that's a little bit more difficult is uh, trying to keep our, our wage scale up with where private sector wages are. Mm-hmm. And this is for both classified staff and licensed staff. Mm-hmm. When you, your budget doesn't grow at the same level that inflation does mm-hmm. grow. 
uh, that's difficult because the bucket's only so deep you can only right. pull so much right. out of it. So that, that's probably one of the biggest challenges. And I won't say that it's that much different from when I started teaching in 90, but it's definitely different than where it was, say, mm-hmm. the 05 to 08 school years where uh, – Budgets grew quite right. a bit out of out of a court case, and then Kansas went stagnant, as you know, for several mm-hmm. years until we started moving back uh, upwards in uh, 2017. But now the last couple of years of inflation have definitely been a challenge. Right, and and you want the you want to be able to pay the good teachers. You want them to come here and be part of this district. I think we've got phenomenal teachers all across the board. Well, our, our teachers are great. Our classified staff mm-hmm. is wonderful. Yes. Uh, you know, we don't want to lose anybody because we can't take care of them. Right. And what we don't uh, provide in uh, in actual salary coming mm-hmm. home, hopefully our benefits package is there. Yeah. And just the overall feeling of a of a family within 460 Absolutely. is very, very important. Absolutely. I'm, and we're glad you're here, Kevin. We, we we're so glad you are here. It's been fun to see you back, seeing you on the golf course, even if you throw me under the bus before the podcast, which we'll get to later. That's fine. I can admit to that. Oh, I can I can admit to that. Yeah. The tension is rising. It, we, we call that a teaser about okay, that because yeah. Kevin brought something up. Stay and, tuned. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, when we go to a commercial break, don't leave oh, the room. We, we're having commercials? No. Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, I just appreciated, especially that you talked about the importance of social and emotional learning. And I want to maybe just piggyback off that a little bit. I, I think it's very easy for people to think, you know, just get them in there, get them educated, and get them out. But there's a, a greater depth to public education today than there was two days ago, than there was two years ago, than there was 20 or, or 50 years ago. And, and it's just really important, I think, that people understand how challenging but also important it is building those relationships and making kids into people that will be productive and and go out and and change and improve the world. Do you want to just like say a little bit about that? I I don't know if I can top what you just said, but absolutely it it is about it is about educating the whole child. Mm -hmm. And we can't lose sight of that. It's not just X's and O's. Right. Uh, you know, the the teaching strategies and the content. That that's not where it ends. It it is in helping them become good citizens. I mean they are, you know, our next generations. Yeah. Uh, that are going to be leading our communities, both here and communities outside of here. And, you know, we hope a lot of them choose to come back mm-hmm. uh, to the area. And, uh, you know, I the last uh, two and a half years now through COVID have been very, very challenging. And it's hit everybody a little bit differently. Before we went into, uh, into the, the pandemic, there was a lot of talk about grit and helping mm-hmm. people develop grit. And... Uh, there, there's some folks that that still works for, but now there's some others that have just the uh, pandemic challenges played a very detrimental role in their development. And now there needs to be a little bit of compassion as we mm-hmm. work to, to build some of that back up so people can have that grit and that stick to itiveness. I agree. And uh, it's a it's getting to know people and, and knowing what each of them need. Yep. Uh, we talk about individualized learning plans all, all the time. And, uh, you know, they're the IPSs are required at the high school, but uh, we really need them, you know, all the way through and not necessarily formalized, but just people being aware of what anyone's needs or Mm -hmm. individuals might need on any given day. And that's not just for students, that's for staff at at all levels also. Yeah. And I I just hope that the message that we're giving, and I think you and, and your staff very much are, is that we're here 
to go the distance with you and we see the whole child and we see that that they need to be able to spell and they need to be able to kick a ball and they need to be able to sit next to someone that they don't like and and have a short conversation and all of that is is what makes it work right at the at the end of the day so thank you for all of that yeah i think it, you. i think it's a testament to i was sitting here thinking about some of these instructors who you've mentioned coming back like Stacy Richardson, who mm-hmm. Travis Sibbets, Garrett Roth, Caitlin Bays in the district, these these people who have gone out and come back and they're teaching here at Heston, they're former swathers, just to name a few. That was, those are the ones that popped to mind. I think that is a testament to what this place really is and how cool it really is. Yep, we're grateful for that. Well, Rusty, is now the time that you and Kevin are going to talk about some kind of complicated golf rule that I didn't even know about? So before we started this, Kevin came in 1996, the year after I graduated, and there was a rule in place in the golf team rules because of myself. Now, Kevin was a golf coach. Right. So that's why he would have taken interest in this. Right. Okay, I see. And the rule was known as the rule of Witcher. Golf clubs are an important item to have for a golf tournament or a golf meet. As a, was that a junior or a sophomore? As a sophomore or junior. And mm-hmm. I was running a little bit late to meeting out by the administration office okay. because I may or may not have been talking to a girl and um, running a little bit late. And I hopped in the van and off we went. Okay. And we went to Harrington and we got out of the van to go play golf at Harrington, and I realized my clubs were not there. They were still in the car in front of the school. Oh, man. So my horribly embarrassed behind is sitting in the van thinking, this is going to be the longest day ever of not playing. But they were fortunate to borrow golf clubs from a maintenance worker that I was able to play with. Um, what did you, sh- you shoot? Like a 92 career rounded for the year and chipped in for wow. for birdie on one hole with borrowed clubs, but had to dine on um, having to remember golf clubs for, I think, my junior and senior year as a rule. Okay. And that was there. So, so Kevin, do you I, know, is that still in the um, student handbook at Heston High School? I don't know if it's in the golf guidelines or not. Okay. Uh, I know it was in there through school year 2005, 2006. Oh, my gosh. Ten years. Wow, Rusty. I mean, that's in there longer than this podcast has been around. No, right? <laughs> now Somet- we have a goal to shoot sometime, for. Sometimes things haunt me. <laughs> but, yes, that Howdy. is, that is well, yeah. what I would say is then if, if you go on a vacation, you forget your suitcase, you borrow someone else's clothes, it'll go better than if you had your Apparently, own things. I don't think I mean, that's a tran- thing these translates days. translates to so, anything in life. Yeah. I'm going to try it. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought about that in years. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate that. You're very welcome. <laughs> yeah. Well, and right. now, since it's broadcast across America, you're probably going to be getting quite a lot of mail on, oh, yeah. on the account. Yeah. Well, we're going to transition <laughs> over to Officer Vance Frick, if, if you're good there. Absolutely. Okay. You, you look like you're multitasking today. I'm trying to jot down a few late ideas. So late ideas? Right. Oh, no so, pressure, Vance. We don't want to make this complicated for you. But I get the privilege to visit with you, and I really am um, so grateful that you're in this role. It, it definitely was a process for our district to get to this place, and I will just own that I um, wasn't completely certain because I had lots of different uh, um, ideas and opinions and visited with... Um, 
Director of Student Safety in USD 259. And we had a lot of conversations at the board level, but I am excited to hear just a little bit more um, on how you feel this journey has gone. So give us kind of a backstory, that right. the backstory, not any backstory, but the official backstory that led you to this position at SRO for USD 460. Okay, yeah, I, ha I have a unique background when it comes to the law enforcement side of things, and I think I like to think it's only helped me build some connections at the school. So I guess, how far back do you want me to go? 78. 78, okay, that's just before before I was born. So, <laughs> but- uh, <laughs> I just randomly picked a year. I mean, I'm seriously like, close. Were you born no, around then? I no, was gonna say, I didn't think so. No, 81, so I'm okay. older than some think. But um, uh, unique background. So grew up um, similar sized town at, as Heston, but didn't really have a, have a feeling of which way I wanted to go career-wise. So went to college, um, took a lot of art classes in high school. So I kind of went that route, graduated with a graphic design degree, was a photographer, webmaster, and graphic designer for 13 years um, prior to, to law enforcement. I guess I should go back. First job after college was marketing services at Agco. So oh, okay. I was actually some Heston ties work um, career-wise. So, but then it opened in a small college in, in the area um, in the communications PR. So I did higher ed communications and PR for 13 years. Okay. Um, felt I needed a career change, um, something, something different. So I went, I think almost the other end of the spectrum. I'd always, um, I enjoy the outdoors, Rusty and Kevin, yeah. like you guys do pheasant seasons coming up um, mm -hmm. and uh, but always enjoyed that. But I was like, what can I, can I do? And the Kansas Game Wardens just opened it up so you didn't have to have a wildlife background, you just have to have a college degree. So I was the first hiring round, still had to go through the same vetting process as everyone, and I got on as the Kansas Game Warden. Okay. So I worked in Reno County for for two-ish, a little over two years. Um, after that, family, I need to put family first, so made the switch. Heston had an opening. So after that, I uh, applied Chief Schrader with him at the time, um, got on as a just a patrol officer, and then getting did a full year of that on on the roads here in Heston, and then after that, um, I'd always I knew that the SRO position was new and coming up, but being the new guy in the department, I said ah, I'm not going to even consider it, knowing there was interest from other officers mm -hmm. that had been here longer. Um, didn't want to step on any toes or anything, but I said if I get asked, I'll consider it. So one day I was working the night shift, Chief Schrader stayed in late, and I was like, oh gosh, what did I do? <laughs> right. right, he's right. like, he's never here right. eight in the evening. Um, so he's like, can you come into my office? I was like, oh, oh I did something. Oh, he's like, oh, hey, it's just your yearly eval. So I was like, oh, okay. No, so, no sweat on no, that. Right. Yeah, no, you worried about that. I wasn't as worried. I, I played the new guy. <laughs> Fairly, I played it for a Where's full the year. coffee maker? Right. Yeah, that was one of the first things I was told was how to correctly make the coffee. But uh, and so after after my yearly eval, which which we still do at, at the at the PD, um, Doug said, "Hey, have you ever thought about the the SRO position?" I said, "No, I, I knew it was available." I said, "Honestly, it was kind of funny you say that because one of my mentors with the Wildlife and Parks, he's still the game warden in Sumner County." just out of the blue one day when he knew I was leaving um, leaving that department. He said, hey, you'd be a good school resource officer, just out of the blue. And I, I didn't know anything about it. I said, oh, that's interesting that you say that. And then when he said, when Doug asked me, would you consider it? I said, well, I know there was 
some, I don't know if pushback is the right word, but there's some um, unknowns about the job and with the mm -hmm. combination between the school district sure. and the PD and the city. And I said, but I'll, I'll consider it. And uh, it was Chief Eilert now, but it was Sergeant, Sergeant Eilert at the time. He said, yep, you'd be good. Um, so kind of went through that process, talked with um, Superintendent Proctor at the time and all the principals and went through some interviews with them and just some discussions. And I said, eh, this might be the right fit for me. Um, so, and then I accepted the position with, with the, we have the Department of Justice, the COPS grant helped get mm -hmm. it started. Um, so, and that's been, we're now our, into our second year and I have, I am truly believe I'm where I'm supposed to be. Good. So, so That's a been, wonderful been, feeling, that is isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're where you're supposed to be also. So what are the main responsibilities of this role as a school resource officer? Yeah, my, the big, the big one is to create a safe learning environment for the kids and staff. So that is, that is the number one goal. Um, and with that, um, it encompasses, it, um, that can be whether it's Helping, helping students through a hard time at home or maybe, hey, there's some resources, there's not some food at home, that type of thing, but even creating a safe learning environment where they have their basic needs met and so they can thrive, thrive in the classroom. So that's, so that's the main responsibility. Um, we look, um, I've taken the National Association of School Resource Officers, I've taken their basic and advanced classes, but it's a triad approach. So I'm full-time law enforcement, but I'm also an informal counselor, and I'm also a guest lecturer. So with that triad approach, that helps me really build some connections with the kids, and and also just having a having a police officer. Some kids are a little more apprehensive, you know, a little more standoffish, like what what's he doing here? But after I give them a fist bump and help them tie their shoe with the, <laughs> with the littles in the elementary school, or um, gracefully ask a student what the speed limit is in the parking lot at the high school. And when they when they say, "Oh, it's 40," I think I'm like, oh, "Let's try again." <laughs> and he's like, "Use okay. division, divide yeah, by five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's try again." And so, but but yeah, so that's the ba the big thing is just creating that safe learning environment and helping helping kids thrive. But you spend probably every day, all day long, building relationships with yes. students, teachers, staff, the yep. community. So, can you maybe um, expand on that just a yeah. little bit and say what that's like and how that has played yeah, out? Yeah, absolutely. And that that's that's really the fun part of my job because as anybody knows and as you're finding out now I, I have no problem talking and rambling and thinking out loud so but the building relationship side of things it's um, I try and with my unique background I always had thought before this job I'm like I'm a kind of a jack-of-all-trades master of none type mm -hmm. of thing I was like where what is that gonna help me do but but really I've learned with the in high school taking as many art classes as I could they created stuff during teachers plan times like hey come in and do this project you know the you know national I did the duck stamp competition uh -huh. junior duck stamp okay. competition uh -huh. and runner-up didn't win it but but anyway <laughs> but but with that side of things I'm like how can I connect well mm -hmm. some of those kids I have um, I also played sports in high school um, didn't and did the choir I didn't do band but did the choir and the fine arts side of things, so I can connect with connect with the kids after a football game, you know, basketball game, volleyball game. Hey, you played really well. Try to go to as many activities as possible. But some of those kids that aren't connected um, with the with the mainstream, you know, out in front, mm -hmm. you know, performing at 
you know, at the ball games and that type of thing, I can connect with those kids that are a little more of the introverts in art. And I can, when I show up in the art class, I got, I get some weird looks. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, tell me about your, your what's your color scheme in this? Is it monochromatic? What are, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden they, they look at me weird like, what are you talking? I was like, hey, I got a graphic design degree. Yeah. What, like, what's, what's your eye travel? Why are you putting it this way? What, what's this piece? And they kind of, they open up a little more. And some of those kids that are a little more closed off, I can build relationships with them. And like, hey, he's not just out here talking with, quote, unquote, the popular kids. But I'm like, no, I care about you. What's going on? You know, right. how can I help you? You know? Well, hey, I got a speeding ticket. What, what, what do I do? Call the number on the back. It's not a big deal. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, so, so yeah. building, building it that right. way. It's huge, so, isn't it? But, and, so, yeah, go, sorry. No, you're good. So how, basically, you've kind of headed down the path, how it differs from a regular officer, but yep. maybe just a few more significant examples of, you know, just um, obviously we care very much about confidentiality. You're yes. very schooled at that, but maybe just give, you know, yeah. kind of some of the examples example. you had shared. Yeah. I yeah, that. yeah. The, I've I've had the privilege of sharing at the city council um, meeting in the spring, and then I, I last spring, and then also I, with the with the board, um, I kind of gave a over first year overview, um, and I gave a few examples there. So, um, sorry for saying. My wife tells me I shouldn't do that. We uh, it's allowed on this. Is show. it okay? It is. Yeah. It okay. Is. Yeah. Very informal. I appreciate um, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the. Some examples are of what I've done, like I had a, not to my, I didn't ask for it, but Mrs. Funk in the elementary school last year added me to the Christmas program. So, and I still hear in some classrooms when I step in to say hi in the elementary school that the kids start singing, Officer Frick is coming to town. <laughs> okay, that was last year. But that's yeah. still well, new you, theme this you, year. Yeah, you see how that kind of haunts you after my it golf does. story. Oh, so yeah, weird. Right? Yeah, right. So it's yeah. never leaving. Yeah, it's never leaving. Right, right. 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 Yeah. So, so then, but I've also like taught fingerprinting class and science class, Fourth Amendment and government. Um, some people are like, why are you teaching kids what their rights are? It's like, <laughs> that's fun. No, no, like really, right. they, if you get pulled over by someone and it, you can say no to an illegal search. You don't mm -hmm. have to. Oh, so uh, taught wildlife and soil conservation. Um, last year, I read in almost every one of the elementary school classrooms, just a, just in the reading out loud reading book. Um, and the ones I didn't get in was for teachers were sick, and I didn't want to mess up sub plans and stuff. But um, with uh, I also my wife and I have a, our own photography business, so that's another side of things. So we so I've been active in the visual arts class. Um, Swather Sports Network. Miss mm -hmm. um, Gaston in the high school has photography class now, so I've helped. Hey, let's. What, how can I help? Let's work on something. Right. Talk, talk through some things there. Um, so we've had some, some, some trials with students involved, not to their, not because of them, but their their life situation. So I've kind of helped process them through some of these judicial processes mm -hmm. and how what's the next step, and this is kind of what to expect and. You know, this might not be easy, but I know you can help get through right. it. Work very close with the counselors and help them get kids services, but give them some ideas of what's coming up with that. Well, it's probably great for those kids to understand that there is someone here as a, not just a school figure, but a law enforcement figure that has their back and is Absolutely. explaining this position saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to build that bridge. We're trying to help you and walk that path with you in a tough time. Yep. Yep, and that, and that and it falls back to that relationship mm -hmm. thing too. If I haven't had a relationship with these kids, and I'll I'll even get um, guys that are working working the different shifts. 
I'll get calls any time of the day. And usually they're pretty nice not to call in the middle of the night, but hey, I'm working with this kid, what's the update? And I was like, hey, he had a bad day in school and this is why. And not not giving too much information, but a lot of it's not to not their fault. It's mm-hmm. it's parents and outside things right. that are out of their control. But just to give them a little bit of background, hey, I've been working with him close. He's, mm-hmm. You know, here, here are some pointers here, yes, on an yeah, approach that could make everyone they say, okay, have a thanks, better day. Thanks for the update. Yep. Now I don't. Ha- I'm not going to go this route, right? Because I've already been involved with that. So yeah. So yeah. Well, and I. My next question was, what were some of your successes, and what are the challenges? So kind of looping back around, you've made uh, mentioned yes. some of the things that you've done, but what of those are you are you most proud? And same way with what challenges do we need to be working on to help support this role? Yeah, so the successes is just, I've, I'll high five the counselors when some of those kids that are um, struggling in class or they, some still, I think some still maybe hide behind a mask because they don't want to deal with some things. And that's, that's besides the point with, but if I get like one day, the one kid that I've been working on for a month or two just to say hi. And one day after school, I got him to look at me and say hi. And I, I went in and I high-fived every counselor. <laughs> and, that, and I said, they said hi to me. I'm taking this as a win. And, but just then, just with that, that kid knows, hey, I've got your back. Right. Even, even if he's not, even if he or she's not responding right away, and I, hey, this is the, then I get the little bit of background. Hey, this is the background on that kid. Mm-hmm. So it's good that, like, yes, I got that. Oh, and I think I think Kevin's over here just beaming with pride at this too. I think I think that just speaks the volumes to everything that does goes right in USD four sixty, right? Without and, a doubt. And and it's I don't know anyone in the community that would say we do not want another person to care about our kids. We want another person yes. to care, and that's very much what this role is. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, what are some challenges? What are some goals? Uh, challenges still. Um, I'm really good about sticking my foot in my mouth, so <laughs> I've never done that. So tell well, me, how does how that, does that feel? Well, Excuse me. <laughs> let, let me tell you. I'm like the poster child <laughs> so, for that. So <laughs> even if all I I like to be sarcastic with the kids and just kind of give them a hard time. And I've I mean, like hey, you know, ha- somebody's having a rough day. I'll make a comment like hey, it's it'll get better. You know, you get to hang out with your boyfriend later in the day. And then after they leave, the, they they're like. They just broke up with her boyfriend. That's why they. And I was like, oh. So you know, just just dumb stuff like right. that. But even if I can get that kid to just crack a smile or give him a granola bar, because they're hungry and they can't function without food, you know, mm-hmm. just some right. of basic needs. If I can help with that, that's you know, make their day a little bit better. I'm, I'll I'll, I'll do it. So great. Um, but yeah, challenges. Um, we have the same challenges as any any school, any town. Um, there's, we have the vaping stuff and I like, like to say we have, we have the same things, but not at some of the capacity that other schools have. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to be naive in saying we don't have these. Um, but, but I think, I think we do a good job with, with the staff and administration in our schools of being, whether it being proactive on bringing in some speakers or this type of thing, those type of things, and even but being consistent with if it has to be um, disciplinary or on my side, the law side of things where like we have a zero tolerance for vape. Mm-hmm. So some of the, I wrote, I don't know how many vaping tickets last year. Um, it, and some of those kids, I explained to them, 
I don't think you're a bad person. This is my job. This is the worst part of my job. If anything, this is going to make me talk to you more to see if right. ha- how you're doing. And that honestly, I, some of those kids I just said hi in the hallway. I wrote them a ticket. You know, explain the whole process. You're not a bad kid. Everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I didn't have social media when I was young. You know that type of thing. And then, <laughs> Very true. and then, I end up helping that kid later when his he or she's parents are divorced and he's he or she's out in the not coming into school. I find him in the parking lot, and they're they're crying because the home life like mm-hmm. hey talk with me through this right. you know and so because and it all started with that ticket but it's 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 all talking to people mm-hmm. it's how it's how you treat people even though even though it's a bad situation we're going to learn from this and build on it so that's i try to try to spin it or, right. or make it positive that way and it so matters it does you know kind of wrapping it up one time um when we were touring the police department and chief schrader was still here he said to my h-town kids he said Usually when people have interaction with law enforcement, it, it's kind of one of their worst days. It they're is, they're right. having a very difficult or sad or upsetting day. But I think that we are uh, flipping that by allowing kids to have multiple opportunities to interact with law enforcement on good days, mm-hmm. in informal situations, in, maybe in really fun, exciting, joyful situations. And that hopefully is the only interaction they have to have with you. But we know that life isn't always easy or fair. And just knowing that they have a, a person in law enforcement that is a resource is huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hence the name, school resource officer. Yes. It just speaks volumes to what the good things that USD 460 does. I mean, I'm proud to be a Swather alum. I can say that with pride. I'm a Swather alum and seeing this and seeing what you guys are doing, Kevin and Vance, in the community and and making USD 460 such a better place. It's, wow. How yeah. cool. I'm proud too. How I'm cool. not a Swather alum, but I raised you, a couple. You're raised a Swather a, at heart. Let's I, be real. I am a Swather at heart and I raised a couple and have four more that I expect to graduate. So. All right. Well, this has really been a good talk and we have some other things. We do not want you to leave, but if you need to leave, you may. And we got to get Jackie in here because she's got to talk about some. That's true. So some I guess we have li- to give her a microphone. We'll, we'll give her a microphone at okay. some point, but we got to give them applause. I like it. <laughs> thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Vance, for stopping by. It means a ton for you guys to be involved and thank you for coming on the podcast. This is episode 12, actually. We've had 12 of these, so yeah, yeah thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Well, Thanks for having us here. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm going to step out just for a second and say okay. one challenge that we do have with our SRO, Uh-oh. and that is there's only one of him, uh-huh. and he doesn't want to work, you know, 20, 22 hours uh-huh. a day. We don't right. want but that. We, we, we'd love to have him in school. We'd love to have him at activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great addition to the district. It's huge. Yes. And uh, doing a wonderful job. So just pat on the back. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, both of you. We appreciate your work. We want you to stay well. We want you to be safe. We want you to be here for a long time. My yeah. goal is for you to come and have lunch with me at the villa when I'm 90. <laughs> Count me in. Okay. okay. Right. We might they, end up being table buddies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Ouch. Thank you, guys. Possibly. Thank you so much. We'll move on to the sports while Jackie slides in here. Okay. On the sports scene, 
Heston High School's football season came to a close with that 21 to 11 loss to Rock Creek. Swathers finished the season at six and four, but you know, hats off to those seniors who gave four years of hard work to this program. They looked good. They did. They did. You know, you, you ran into a very good Rock Creek team, and you made way. You made a couple. We got a playoff win. It's what you want. I mean, good good things to come. They've got a good foundation for next season. And played in November, and I hear that's a thing. That's always a thing. Heston College Women Hoops opens its season with a 61 to 40. Loss at Tabor, but bounced back with a 78 51 win. Trinity Ramirez in the win had 12 points, and both Ashlyn Baker and Feather Two Shields had 11. So, okay. so uh, Lark Women 1 1. Lark Men blasted McPherson JV 99 47 and Sterling JV 97 58 before falling on Saturday to Southeast 85 78. Hunter Hickman 29 points on 9 of 12 shooting from behind the three point arc for to lead the Larks in the loss. David Duncan added 16, Rob Gamble with 12, and Taj Bros with 10. And both Hessen College teams will be in action on Wednesday night with the women at 6 and the men at 8. Cost of admission to the O Center five bucks. Come out. What a bargain! And you yeah. have the call on all that. Right? Uh, we were on the we're on the kjcc.net. So okay. nice. Uh, and let me tell you something. I've been trying to figure out who David Duncan his leaping ability reminds me of. I've watched a lot of Heston College basketball. The guy can jump. I mean, the guy can flat jump. He's six one six two guard, and they throw him backdoor alley oops. He is a leaper. I need to get over there, don't I? You need to. Well, just a couple little details. The um, Heston Area Senior Centers will be joining us next week, but mm-hmm. they have their holiday marketplace, which has vendors, bake sale items, New Year's cookies for sale, a raffle item, which is um, a wood serving tray. There's door prizes, no entry fee. Some craft fairs do charge, but the holiday marketplace is free. It's this coming Saturday from 9 to 1 in okay. conjunction with the second Saturday downtown um, shopping. They also have the Operation Christmas stocking troop boxes coming up. They're collecting items to ship to holiday boxes with the help of the Heston National Honor Society at the high school. And the deadline for those donations is next Tuesday. So we want to make sure that you get on that now. Drop those off at the Heston Area Senior. Give them a shout and call if you need to know what can go in there. They're having a chili feed on December 3rd. We'll hear more about that next week. The Mm -hmm. Holiday Musicale is on December 11th. The Heston High School Musical is this week, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Singing in the Rain. And I also want to remind those of you who have not registered for the Blood Drive, which is at Heston Midnight Church Monday, you must register. You cannot just show up. The American Red Cross has a little different format. You can schedule those um, appointments online at redcross.org. But if you have registered, thank you. I looked last night only as interest, not as a volunteer. I have to give in other ways, but there were only four slots left. So kudos to Karen Regeer and that And speaking of Karen, she'll be on the podcast in January. That is going to be awesome. I can't wait to talk that. We're going to talk blood drive. We're going to talk all things blood. Hi, Jackie. Hello, hello. Jackie's got library stuff, so take it away. Yes. Okay, so first off, uh, Singing in the Rain, we have a special display out just for that. We've got an umbrella and raindrops from the ceiling. Uh, So come in and check out our Singing in the Rain display. Uh, Mr. Bob Neal is still here through the end of the week with our trains. Um, November 16, mark your calendars. It is Kansas Reads Preschoolers Day. And the official story is not a box. And it's a story, and we're reading that one, and Harold's and Harold and the Purple Crayon. Purple Crayon. Oh, yes. I remember that. Okay, so for the the Love not it. a box is a very similar kind of thing okay. where 
this is not a box. It's a spaceship. This is not a box. It's a race car. My office, I have a stack of boxes as tall as me. So the idea is that every kid is going to be able to spend story time in a box with some crayons. And they can make their box whatever they want it to be. And then we're going to have the our tables uh, tilt. So we have a lot of packaging paper. And we're going to give all the kiddos a purple crayon. And they're going to be able Perfect. to draw on on the tables, just like Harold draws on the walls. So we are going to be reading Not a Box and Harold and the Purple Crayon at 10 o'clock on November 16. This is an all ages story time. It's not just for your itty bits. So if you- So you Susan know, could be in a box. Oh, we've I got can. a box big enough for Susan. Really? 100%. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a crayon? We have the big crayons for, you know, people who have okay. arthritis or yeah, have some I motor skill issues. Like we've got, we've got the big Perfect. crayons for little that hands. That is a classic book from my childhood. Isn't so. it a delightful book? Yeah. So we're doing those on November 16 at 10 a.m. Gotcha. It is Kansas Reads to Preschoolers, Not a Box, and Harold and the Purple Crayon. It's an interactive story time. I'm really looking forward to yeah. it. Uh, November 19, we have another great opportunity for people to get involved with the library and help us come decorate. We're putting our angels out on our angel tree. Mm -hmm. um, and we really want to encourage people to come and help us celebrate the season and celebrate the generosity of Heston on the 19th to help us get prepared for the holidays. Um, and then we are closed the 24th through the 27th. Um, that's our longest closure of the year is over Thanksgiving. Right, and we're not even going to do a podcast over that. We're going to take the break. We're going to take the week and catch our breath. Nice, right. Nice. Yeah. Eat some turkey. Lots yes. of turkey. And then we also, um, I want to remind everyone that we have the partnership with the Arboretum and their story times during the Prairie Lights. And then we're also teaming up with the Chamber for Holly Jolly Heston. So December 3rd, mark your calendars, Santa will be visiting the library. He's going to be in front of the fireplace to hear what kiddos want for Christmas. Don't look at me. I'm not Santa. No, you are not Santa. We... I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> I did it one time. We have a delightful volunteer who is taking on the role of Santa. There will be story times with Santa at 6.30 and at 7. And he will be here from 6 to 7.30 in front of the fireplace with a Christmas tree. So if you... Uh, need that Christmas card photo of your little one, um, yourself, um, your incredibly well-behaved service dog. Um, <laughs> we, we can do all of these things. As opposed to your ill-mannered service dog. Right. Leave Ill, that one at home. If you have an ill-mannered chihuahua, please don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because in October, you're kind of thinking, oh, man, Sweetest season, fall, so much happening. Oh, when will it be over? And now we're just zooming into a time of more f exciting things around town, yeah. on campus, at the schools. Uh, um, it, it is just You can wonderful. end up with a half an hour podcast just listing all the things that you can do. Right. And that's part of the reason we do this is so exactly. people know. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I know there's something at the shed. We probably could maybe just give a teeny little plug for that. Teaser. The teaser, teaser. for late, late night at the shed. Mm -hmm. Late night at the shed coming up. So that'll be very interesting. We'll get more information. I'd like to bring both Matt Richardson and Garrett Roth on here to talk sometime about the Heston High School uh, basketball. That's coming up. Yep, that's true. But don't drive west of town to a shed where you think this is going to happen. <laughs> Because, I mean, Susan initially, learned I'm like, the shed. Okay, I know that's not a shed. What is it? And and it's... The nickname for the Heston High School main gym. Right. 
And I'm guessing Ben and Lucas Roth right. just took that upon themselves uh-huh. to rename that place. And that's why I love the Roths. Yeah, they I are think fearless. I, Maybe they took that from me. I don't know. Oh, did you call it that? Well, no. My claim to fame was always if someone got tackled at middle school football when I was doing public address by nine or ten people, it seemed like you got tackled by an equipment shed full of swathers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's a loose connection. I'm going to let I'm, you. I'm good. Yeah, partial I'm good. sure. I'll, I'll. Yeah, why not? I don't like assignments yeah. in high I mean, school. We, we partial we credit. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's fine. It's credit. It's not fine. We'll take the credit. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And if you bought tickets to the. Um, event that's sponsored by the Heston Community Foundation this weekend, Casino Night. Don't forget to attend that. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to go to the musical. Don't forget to come by the library. Don't forget to come to the library. For everything. We have everything. We are the hub of the community. Exactly. Hey, if you want to watch basketball again, Wednesday night, tomorrow night, Heston College in action, action, six and eight. Five bucks to get in. Sounds good. Really no reason to sit in front of the television in your family room watching repeats of The Office, is there? No. No, what you know? What a fun, fun, chaotic time we're we're having here as we're into November through Hessen. I mean, wow, what a time! Although, when, if you do want to spend time sitting there in front of your TV watching The Office, we do have all the seasons of Home Improvement. If you really want to get have a throwback show, <laughs> there you go. Shameless plug for our DVD yes, collection. Yes, I'm thinking yeah. next week there's a pretty good chance that someone will bring us a prepared turkey plate of turkey and dressing. And you think there's even. No chance that that's going to happen. None. Zero. Unless you're the one that does it. Zero. No, I don't think anyone knows zero. Zero chances. Okay. Zero chances. Well, next week we will have someone from Heston Area Seniors and hopefully the Heston Resource Center joining us. But in And maybe meet- even Crop Lumber. I, th- oh, I threw that shoot right. out. I, th- oh. I, threw, I threw that out. Maybe we're going to try and bring someone from Crop Lumber to talk about mm-hmm. what you can do to winterize your home. Is It's going to get cold this weekend. It is. Mm-hmm. That I, I, they will say yes. I hope so. I mean, we're trying. We're trying. Well, it's and Krupp has been very kind to us. They've made yes. us a new sign. I've, I mean, they're just. I've got the feelers so out there. Okay. Let, and like let, I said, it's got to be cold. I got to be a little cold. Let me know if, if somebody needs to go over there and give them a nudge. Well, we can do that. That's but, true. Yeah, I mean, we're talking temperatures in the teens this weekend. So bundle up. Hey, guys, if you want to talk to us, send us an email, hestonpodcast at gmail.com. Pretty simple to spell it out. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got show ideas, let us know. We've got some people who have sounded off, and hey, this would be great. We want to hear about that. We're we're getting a lot of feedback. We're glad you guys are listening, and talk to us. Tell us what, what you like, what you don't like. I mean, we just implemented the two-minute drill. So, I hope you liked it. Yeah, I hope you guys did too. Well, it has been another wonderful week here awesome. at the Weekly Walker H Town. This is the weekly. This has been the Weekly Walker H Town coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local One One Two Two Eight. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher, saying we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>